podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Let's just jump right in. Housekeeping's out. Housekeeping got transferred out for a hit. You don't have to fast forward through housekeeping. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. You're welcome, everyone. So, Last week. Yeah, where are we? It's Tuesday night. We pushed back a day. How'd you yeah. do? Uh, sat on 51. Uh, pretty average. That's it. I don't know. Held Siggy. He really did it for me. Captain Kane was good. Holding Negredo ended up really coming in for me. Holding Negredo, dude. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, come on. I said it on the pod. It's just no. It's, it's kind such, of it's such a veteran yeah. move. It's just philo- It's just philosophy. Like game week one, entering the season philosophy that you lose sight of towards the end of the year when you get hit happy and chase points. Basically, is that if you have a guy who's still nailed and could return playing threatening position, you know. Kind of just went with it. With only a one-week window to return the hit was a big factor yeah. too. Like if yeah. I was, if I had my wild card, I definitely would have been with you all the way. But I took a hit instead. So yeah, I mean, I had Ward, Zaha, and Benteke as my only players on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so Good I day. had three. I had three points from three on Saturday, and I was darkness. Yeah. And then Sunday, I got some points. So I what a better, horrible but. slate of games on Saturday. Uh, I cannot believe how bad Palace looked. Everything was terrible. Yeah, uh, every game was just terrible and just worthless. Yeah. So I mean, Siggy's ten was big for me, and then yeah. I brought Hazard in, who compared to Mares and uh, who the other fucking guy, Arnie. They both blank, so I, I made the right selection there. But Holobos not playing kind of hurt me. I had four one pointers. I had. Blanks galore, but 51 only dropped 2K. I'm at 57K now, and I'm on wild card this week, so I'm hoping to have my rank, I think, is my kind of objective. Yeah, I think you came out great with taking no hits and shit. I was yeah. I was pleased with your decision-making. Um, I ended up on How'd 56, but minus the 8-point hit, so 48, really. Also a small red arrow. Um, I dropped Zaha Ibra Negredo. Nightmare. Two of those were smart. Yeah, two of those were great. For Sane, Gabbiadini, and Vardy. So, like, on the pitch points, it came out positive, but with the hit factor in nowhere near because of Negredo. Um, I captained Gabbiadini, which was obviously a nightmare one pointer. Uh, Can't even get me two points. It was so fucking offensive. And then I chose Martin Kelly over Stevens. Mm. Which was a net loss of seven points. So I feel like I need to shoulder some of that blame because after ten minutes, it was evident that Martin Kelly and Damian Delaney are not actually a good center back pairing in the Premier League. Oh yeah, no, I mean the the it, back line. It dude, the thing that was the most frustrating as well. You, I mean, you know, I haven't missed a game all year really with Palace and. Hennessy was back to being the worst piece of shit of life ever again. Wayne Hennessy and not having Sacco just does everything. Mama, without having him in there and having Damo and Kelly, there was just no organization whatsoever down the spine, and they were all over the shop. And Milivojevic was terrible. 
I think we're going to be really hard pressed to get any more points this season. I'm very, very nervous for us, actually. Yeah, I was actually thinking of Palace earlier today because I was listening to the Anfield rap, and they were kind of saying the exact opposite things with Mignolet, where right. it's like last two, three years, it's been like shuffling center backs, like just mistakes, injuries, all the shit. He's the worst piece of shit ever. Like very similar build to Hennessy, just like mistakes, howlers, fuck up on crosses, all that shit. And then like this year we finally have a relatively stable back line and a stable like number six protecting the back four and he's just been great. And it's mm-hmm. like it's weird how much a goalie can can change because of the defense. Like it's not yeah. just shots conceded, it's just overall like fuck festism. Yeah. I don't know what but, that means, but I, I like it. Yeah. Um other than that, I mean, just the usuals, like Kane, Vardy, Ali. King is fucking king, dude. His scenes. Like, I don't, I don't remember anyone putting up these kind of numbers, any, like, budget guy. He has, like, 12 goals in his last 14 game weeks. He's just, it's it's Mares at, like, game yeah. week one to yeah, game week Mara's 15. That he's That's in. what's it's, been happening. It's like... I, along with you, I think, would never have considered keeping a single game week for the doubles. But if he does it again this week, I'm going to have to consider it. I mean, like, they have Homestoke this week, home Burnley next week. It's just crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it'd it'd be dumb if you own him to transfer him out. Yeah, not on wildcard especially. Because you, you can find another single game weaker to transfer out besides King. He should be the last name on your oh, list. Oh, yeah, I have tons of guys who could who could leave. But, yeah. yeah, it's just fucking crazy what he's doing. Um, the only bit of luck I got this weekend was Baye getting oh, the clean sheets. And just, we yeah. need to have a name for that when you come off with a clean and then they concede. That is just the best thing. It could or, just be called the Baye because clearly he owns himself in FPL because he walked – so fucking slowly to the touchline just to confirm that he got past 60 minutes yeah. and net the clean. Amazing. Yeah. And finally, Marcus A. got a clean. Chelsea. Mar- Marcus A. You're a hua. Yeah, it's been a very it's long time coming. Two two months. Yeah, two months of horribleness. Um, All right, enough about last week. Let's look, at, let's look forward. Wait, hold on. I, I do have an opening question. Ugh. All right, what do we got? <laughs> if it's no good, I'll cut it, you know. No, no, no. Go, go, go. At Diesel F W underscore FW said, do either of you remember your first ever FPL squads? I'd be interested to hear who's in it. Oh, yeah, dude. I had I had Joel Ward, 4.0, bench fodder. I had triple. I, this was before I knew the rules, and I thought you could just make unlimited transfers every week. So it was that week when Chelsea and Aston Villa had a double game week in the first week. Oh, yeah. I think I had, I had, yeah, so I had a couple Chelsea guys. I think I had Benteke. And then I had a few, I I think I had, um, not Skirtle. Who was the other white? Agar. I think I had Agar and Glenn Johnson because they had a good fixture game week one. And I was like, oh, this will be great. I'll get rid of all of them after the first game. (laughs) Didn't you have (laughs) someone who didn't play or like wasn't in the league or something? Yeah, definitely. And then I just wildcarded afterwards when I knew the rules. And I was like, <laughs> You're oh, just like, fuck. oh fuck, I'm, yeah, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah. I was, basically I was trying so hard to think of my team. Is it, it was the 2012-13 season was my first year. I think I for sure had Suarez and Stevie G. I had just come off watching being Liverpool, and I was like playing as Liverpool and FIFA, and I started liking them and shit. Um, I think I had Berbatov on Fulham. You had to. Yeah, because producer Nate is 
a huge Burby fan and probably just like showed me highlights and convinced me how like cheeky and <laughs> fat and hilarious he is. Um, and I one million percent had Clint Du Dempsey on Spurs, Jeff Cameron and Brad Guzan <laughs> just filling filling the entire squad with the Americans. But That's I can't good. remember that much more. Maybe RVP, maybe Feo. Yeah, that was the season before me, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was that was the Bale Meet You season who obviously eventually yeah. I had, but not coming out the gate. The the Power Five season. Yeah. With Fellani. Oh yeah, Fellani was so good that year. Jesus. Um all right, let's, all right, let's go. go ahead. Double game week thirty six. We're gonna kick off straight away with Southampton and Arsenal. I think it was a very interesting game week 35 of games for both these sides to inform us moving forward. Definitely. Southampton very, very much struggled to a nil-nil with Hull. Um, they looked really bad, and it looks like Claude Puel still does not know his best team nor his best formation. He's showing us that he still has the willingness to sub-attacking players off before 60 minutes with Gabby Adini, the double sub there. I don't know. I, I have no confidence in Southampton. What do you make of it? Yeah, you can't really have confidence in Southampton. I think they're on track to be the lowest or one of the lowest all-time goals scored at home of any team in, in the Prem era. And obviously two of their two doubles are home Arsenal, home United. So those are really bad. Their ways are decent. You could expect decent returns there, but no one, absolutely no one is nailed. Um, they're completely just discombobulated. They're also playing for absolutely nothing. Yep. Coming off of this week, if you're wildcarding, which I know you are, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are wildcarding as well, I wouldn't go fucking near a Southampton attacker. I think um, JWP is maybe a reasonable JWP. option. I mean, he was rested at the weekend, and they didn't play well by any stretch. Yeah. So if anyone, if it, JWP would be my number one. I you want to go a, cheapest. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a chance he's like on pens since Tadic missed, and he takes all the set pieces, corners when he plays. He's good when he plays. So if Tadic's stats were actually really good somehow, even though he looked awful. I watched the whole game. He who? looked like he wasn't doing anything. Tadic? His stats are all he's yeah, impervious to bad games via stats. stats. Like he, yeah, that's true. It's fucked up. Like he just shoots and his shots are horrible, but it's like they register as like, oh he shot like three and a half times last two game weeks or something. What does it take for J Rod to get a run? I don't get it. I mean, what's the obsession so with Shane fucking long? How is he Shane Long so far, not on Burnley? He should be so far behind J Rod for a sub appearance. Give me Shane Long on Burrow, Burnley. I want him in championship. Put him on Birmingham. Backup for fucking Leeds. That's where he belongs. He's yeah, horrible. He should he should be in the championship. He's, anyway, so back so yeah, I don't know. J Rod and Chaz Austin's kind of on the way back. Doesn't feel good as a Gabbiadini owner myself, but you got a hold. Yeah, I got a hold. Hope for the and best. Like, again, I'm not wildcarding. You are. For me, it's the tiniest bit of excitement that I could get out of Southampton's horrible performances. Someone on Twitter, I don't remember who, sorry about that, tweeted, 
if one horrible game, Captain Blank, is what it takes to make Gabbiadini a giant differential in, like, game week 36, 37, then I'm on board. Which is, like, yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. It's very optimistic. But it's very optimistic because you're also looking at home hull, which is a fixture that they're not even approaching for the rest of the season. And they he got no service and got subbed off at 58. So... It's kind of what is this team? Is this what they're doing? They're gonna he's gonna have ten touches in the in the final third, and they can't do anything in midfield. You know, then then having him be a differential isn't good. You're just gonna be getting no points. Everything feels very bad. Also, yeah. like he wasn't even the furthest forward. Gab Todd no, is just was, way ahead. Yeah, he was kind of coming back to try and find the ball and find. He the just game. wanted kind the of, ball. Yeah, it's kind of like Aguero, and he kind of comes deep when he's getting lost or something. Yeah, in the in the. Bad stretch of Aguero, like yeah. midway through the season before Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Redmond, I was looking at before, but watching that game, it's just, dude, no, are you dude. kidding me? I don't yeah. know what he's doing. He's so surplus to requirement. He didn't, he's so useless. I don't know what the fuck he does. He's terrible. And then Tadic, I was kind of thinking about maybe just to get a double game week attacker, and it's just not worth it. I'd rather have someone in that bracket. With one good game and then a double in thirty-seven, who I know is going to play all three games and just like be good. Yeah, that's it. So the other thing on the other side of the coin is the defense, though. I, I'm having a hard time seeing past how cheap the center back pairing is. I think you have to have probably at least one of them. Yeah, Forster I mean, at five, especially is on wild but, card, more so on yeah. wild card than not, because you need the money to spread around to everyone else that you're getting. The thing I'm Looking at and a little bit difficult to tell is on 36 when they're at Liverpool and home Arsenal. Realistically, if they get more than three points in that game week, you'd be I'd be surprised. You know, I'd be surprised if I mean like you would you would need an attacking return. Decent fixture though. It's decent, just like tongue in cheek. It's tongue in cheek decent because of how bad Arsenal, LL, and Arsenal have been. But it's not good. Like you're not expecting a clean there, even though they did the fuck out of Arsenal at home last year. Yeah, but. If one of them misses the at Borough game, which is the real clean sheet that you're looking at in 37, I, what are we doing? You know? Yeah, I mean, Home United is also tongue in cheek, kind of good. Yeah, like, you I know. suppose with the Europa and shit. Yeah, just like Gap. I mean, not Gap. Um, Stevens and Yoshida. Like they've also just been really good on bones. They've just been like a solid, solid back four. Nothing great. Yeah. I'm just looking for one clean. Out of four games, plus minutes played, plus maybe a little bones, and that makes it worth it. It's true. That's true. So I, there's value there. So I think Stevens, Yoshida are definitely two players to keep on your radar. But other than that, it's tough. It's a, it's just a punt. If you go out for a Southampton player, it's a punt. It's a punt, yeah. And punts we've seen before and double game ways can come through. But as of right now, it doesn't feel good at all yeah. to have a Southampton well, player. And it's the same thing. I always hear, you know, center backs don't run that much. They could play a lot faster or, or they could recover a lot quicker. But they have four games and they have two or three days off between all four games. They have nothing to play for. So are you really expecting that you're going to find someone who's going to start all four games, even St- Stevens and Yoshida? I'm not expecting um, I'm not expecting four games from either of them. Maybe yeah, one of them will. Three, yeah. Caceres will play the other. Maybe one will play four. I don't know. But even... It's just tough to plan for that. So if you look at the other players who have a single in 36 and a double in 37, I think that three starts there is a lot easier to see. 
where you're stacking them against three starts against a Southampton player, I think they're a lot more of an even playing field, even though on yeah. paper, you know, they have two doubles in a row. That's very, very I'm, fair. I'm not expecting any Southampton player to start four of the four doubles. Yeah, that's fair. And so, yeah, by that logic, you could definitely miss one of the center backs. It's just the price, the enabling yeah. of yeah. spending more money up front that just makes it so yeah. good. And that's the other thing with Gabbiadini that must be said is he's still really cheap. Like he's 6'5". Cheap. He's, if you have a really high team value, you can use him almost as bench fodder just for the bench boost and look at him as your 3'5'2". Yeah. So if you're in that place, then Gabbiadini might be worth the punt for your third striker if you have enough money to plump on your fifth fifth midfielder. But I personally don't, so it's, it hasn't really been in my thoughts. But Yeah, I mean, there's a cheap. clear line of forwards ahead of Gabbiadini at this point. Like... At FBL Kangaroo asked, best, who's the best front three for game week 36 and 37? And you can't, Gab is just not in that. No, not even remotely. Yeah, he's not even really under consideration. No, it's, it's Kane, Jesus, and Costa for sure. Yeah, absolutely agree. Right. Nailed on. Let's go over to Arsenal because they're the other team with the two doubles. So, I mean, Alexis had a couple more shots in the box, but I mean, I've been saying this for a month. And he just is not worth his price. Not at all. Not even remotely close. I think people that are going for him are just purely fear factor of his effective ownership. Fear and factor and like ignorance. Like they don't actually watch the games. They just see his yeah. total score. Yeah. And it's again, it's the kind of thing where, yeah, sure, he could go come in with a double return, but he just doesn't look good. And if he's going to be your most, he's more expensive than Kane. I mean, you're going to spend that much money on a player who looks that bad, I, I don't get it. Uh, he's just not in my team. You can make the same argument because I'm going with Ozil that he's also looked terrible, but yeah. he's like over. He's like $2 million less, so I'm taking a punt there. I think he's just as likely for returns as, as Alexis given the fact that he's on all those set pieces and he's playing actually yeah, probably more further forward. because of that. Yeah, he's playing more, more far, further forward than Alexis has for the past month or so. And... His shot stats are really poor, but you know you never know. He makes them count, and he's got two games in 36, and the $2 million savings that you're looking at there and spreading that across the pitch is, is big. So it's a big risk, and it could completely bury me if I just get it wrong and Alexis gets something, you know, Giroud's off the pitch, he hits a pen, you know, he gets a goal here or there. You know, he's still good. He could still get points. I'm not expecting him to just blank. It's not like he's playing defensive midfield, but I think on balance it's hard for me to understand an argument that he's significantly better than Ozil for the two extra million million in it. You know? Yeah, I fully agree. And a lot that's I feel like majority of the tweets I've been getting in is is about Alexis, people who have him, don't know what to do with him, or they're people on wildcard and are teetering on getting him in at all. And I said the exact same thing that you just said to all of them basically like if i was on wild card i'd be getting ozil over alexis i don't have wild card i'm probably just going to keep alexis yeah that's got to be the move that's it's it again you know, i mean like i know tempe on... bug got rid of him he he did like a big swap to get hazard and ozil he dropped alexis and someone else but i'm just going to keep him yeah, there again. You have other things to do than remove someone who has two double game weeks and is the highest owned player in the league. But if you're wild carding, I think it's a tough one. It's a tough sell to really, unless if you're just 
trying to consolidate where your rank is, and you know he's going to be at, at about 70% captaincy this week. Yeah, he's still 25% owned, and he's gone down for like five straight weeks. He's still yeah, but a he's, quarter of the world owned. Yeah, but I don't know. The effect of ownership about the active teams, I think he's higher, and he's like, he looks yeah, like he's yeah. price rising soon. So, you know, he's going to be in, he's going to be captained by most, most teams in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure, so. um, past that, though, you know, striker's complete minefield. Yeah, absolutely. Walcott, we don't know if he's in the team or not. I think the midfield, the only punt that you could possibly consider is Ramsey, but he's terrible. And um, and he's way too really, much. He's too much for what he, he is. He should be 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, if he, was five, if he was in the six region, then you'd be looking at him maybe as the fifth mid, but in the mid sevens, he's more expensive than someone like Pedro. It's kind of stupid to go there. Um, Pedro, Sané, et cetera. Yeah. Defense is very interesting, though, because it's kind of the same thing with Southampton where we're talking about Kishalny and Montreal are very nailed. It's a matter of whether or not they can handle four games in such quick succession. You know Czech's or nailed. Or is it Czech. five games because the FA Cup final, too? When, when does that? That's after the after game week 38. Oh, after, I think that's okay. after. Yeah, that, that's not a, not a My problem. My bad. But, Never mind. Um, Gabriel, I, I, I can't go there. I just He's so bad. And I think that the first moment that Mustafi is fit, that he's just going to take his spot, and it's going to be a transfer out. So, and I don't want to be faced with that. I also just—he's just terrible. I mean, he's, he's a yellow so card, red card. Fucking bad. He's just bad. And I know it's so attractive to put your four-eight Arsenal defender in, but I'm—I'm I'm going to avoid Gabriel. He's—I've seen him in almost every wild card team, but. I I wouldn't even put it past him to play holding over Gabriel oh, after I was what he did against Spurs. That. Why so not? I, your season yeah. top four is done. Top four is yeah. out of reach. You Holding's know honestly what you better. Have. Like yeah, yeah. there's some someone on one of the pods I listened to. I don't remember if it was Football Weekly or if it was the game, but it was they they like let uh, they read Arson's lips right after Gab conceded the penalty. And he just like keeled over, like almost in pain, and just said, "Like he does that every time, every single time he does that." <laughs> it's just like Jesus, dude. I mean, he does. He Where's does. He's Where really bad. Is Pear- Where is Pear Murdersacker? Where's Pear? Where's a Wobi? That's my number one. Put a Wobi in center back. Put a Wobi anywhere. He's better than the majority of the team. When you watch the fucking North London derby. And Alexis is the only player on Arsenal who could hold a candle to anyone on Spurs. It's just like, what are you even doing here? Why are you playing these fucking guys that you're, you're playing? I mean... Like, when is Shaka this. just dropped? When... Arsenal's best team is Alexis up top, Otsil behind, Walcott and Iwobi on wings. Whoever the fuck you want at holding midfield, and it's 4 2 three, one. They were rolling the bottom sides over when they played that formation. Sure, they had a little tougher time against the top sides because, you know, blah, 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 midfield possession, whatever. They're too thin. But I don't know what it's going to take for him to go back to that. He's clearly not going to. But that's their best team. And it's so frustrating to just see all of these FPL assets evaporate before our eyes while he plays an amalgamation of Giroud, Donkey up top, Welbeck, who's just... I don't know, he's the most inconsistent thing ever. Wobi can't get on the pitch. Walcott's not getting on the pitch. It's just such a mess, dude. Yeah, it's such and a mess. back-to-back years, their like, arguably most important player gets injured, Santi, and they have no 
no answer for it, and they're just fucked. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. But back to defense for FPL. I mean, Koscielny and Monreal are really the only two options I would really consider from defense outside of Czech. They're really expensive. So and Arsenal's expensive. Arsenal's really bad. They've been I don't okay have any, defensively. Ah, uh, but they're bad, and their fixtures are very mixed. I, I kind of the like their fixtures weeks. defensively, though. Like, kind of I, all four of them, to be honest. I guess, but you know, Stoke. I feel like they're going to score. I mean, Arsenal are kind of just stupid. I, I don't know. Home United I, I, is kind of good. Moo will probably kill that game. Southampton is pretty good. Do you want one of them instead of someone on Spurs? Even I feel like no. Spurs fixtures are the same. Or like, do you want one of them over David Luiz? Like, I, that's that's what I'm looking at. You know? Yeah. No. You, you would, want? Well, definitely not for 37. I would definitely you, go. Even for, fucking like company. Yeah, I know. For 37, you're not going to want to. Yeah, for sure, I could see that. But for you're not going to want to earmark a double double. You, you know, for this week. No, for this week it's nice, but you're not going to want to earmark the transfer for 37 to like fucking take him out, you know? Yeah. I it, don't know. I don't know yet either what I'm going to do in that regard, but having fitting one in or check, check is the cheapest of the nailed, and he'll probably play all four, which you can't really say about anyone else. It, I don't know. The fixtures are pretty good from a defensive standpoint. I could easily see like, Check coming in with a ton of points, and he's been making a lot of saves lately too. Yeah. So you think? I mean, you think that they have two cleans in the next four games? Yeah, maybe? I think so. I mean, it's hard. It's hard because we have no idea how they're going to set up because they've been yeah. running this fucking shit ass five Last at the back, five. where the only player that benefits from it is the ox. And it's literally worse for every single other player in the pitch, and they got run over. Then mid-game, he switches to a back four. It didn't really do anything, but maybe he'll give up on the back five. We don't really know. If they're in back five, just like grind, piece of shit result out, then yeah, like two or three cleans probably. But who knows what they're going to do. No one fucking knows. Well, they're not going to put Alexis back up top. Why would they? Why would, they, why would they try and play their best team? Don't do that, Arson. Arson out. <laughs> Arson All right, fuck so out. 36, kind of good to go. So do you want to just start hitting the 37 doublers since there are a lot of wild cards flying around? What do you want to do? Yeah, I think let's just do that. Okay, do you want to start? Actually, you know what? Let's stay on 36 for one more tip because this doesn't apply to you or I, but a ton of people have been writing in about this. Um our good friend Jesse at No Effects Show. He has his own pod. It's great. Um, he, he tweeted in, looking forward to your triple cap rundown. Feels bleak. So we just ran through Southampton and Arsenal. For those who are triple captaining this week, who maybe wildcarded last week, who the fuck are you triple captaining? That's hard. Yeah, it just anything's a punt. Nothing, nothing feels great. Yeah, hence the bleakness. Yeah, like I wish Arsenal's fixtures were reversed and they had at Stoke home Sunday this week yeah. for those yeah. triple captainers, but they're very not. And a lot of people are trying to bench boost this week and triple cap next week because the triple cap's so bleak. But I don't like that. 
It depends on your team. If you have real, if you have real fodder at the end of your bench, and you you already use your wild card, and you're not going to be bench boosting into extra doublers in 37, then that makes more sense to me. Um, but that's a specific case. I, I mean, I think you still got to go with either Alexis or Otsel just and play the percentages and hope hope you get lucky. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. That's that's what you got to take away. And I think. Even though Aguero only got us nine points some weeks back, I think you got to just jump on it because realistically these chips are almost fool's gold where maybe we're putting too much value in them. And I want to see at the back of the bench boost because if the chips are worth something like 15-ish points, the triple captain is a little bit less. But if the bench bench boost is worth like 15 points, it's kind of dumb to hold it until 37 to impact your team for two weeks just to get an extra 15 points. Because if you do it like you did it earlier, you know, if you can you mean wild, wild card, card, yeah, if you wild card earlier and you just do the bench boost whenever the fuck, like maybe you don't even wait till the second half of the season with doubles and you just do it whenever you know you happen to have good fixtures on your bench. It's not that like big of a deal to me, maybe. I don't yeah, know. it might not be. I mean, it's really hard. It's only the second year, so we don't know that much. I yeah, feel there's like. not that much information. Yeah, fuck, man. I honestly, if I still had my triple cap, I might just save it, save it for thirty-eight yeah. and go on an insane punt, or just go like Kane this week or something. You know, yeah, just West like Ham. yeah, just like something that's just nailed. Like he's the best player in FPL. He's in incredible form. West Ham are in shambles. They're playing like Friday night. Like just do something like that, simple. But I don't yeah, know. It's a green. I think I'd probably still. St- Go with one of the Arsenal attackers. It makes just, yeah, it, your floor is so much higher with, with yeah. the double, but I don't know. It just feels know. really bad. Yeah, I don't. Bad. I don't like any of them. No, me neither. All right, let's talk about some double game week teams because okay. a lot of people are on wild card. Do you want to start with the premium sides, or do you want to start with the budget budgetary options? I think, I think people like budget little like sexy cheeky guys okay. more. It gets me so off th- a little bit. Yeah, so we're looking at budget sides. I mean, it's the Leicester, West Brom, Sunderland. Um, I think that's about it for the Watford. 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 Yeah, Southampton, I guess, we already talked about, so fuck them. Yeah. Uh, but that's about it. I mean, I think for me, when I've been tinkering around, I've been looking for kind of the fifth mid spot for them or maybe the third striker in a three-five-two, or maybe the fourth and fifth defenders. It's been very difficult because... Problem with the budget options for the double game week I found is that they all have insanely difficult fixtures in game week thirty seven. Um, so I've been having a hard time finding good options there, and which is why I still got someone like Holgate in my defense line because I think Home Watford there's better than anything I've seen in that bracket from these cheap teams. But you could still take those punts on those four or five defenders. You got like Evans, and then Morgan's supposed to be back soon, and. All those types, but I don't know. What do you think? Have you been looking at the budget options at all or not really? Yeah, I mean, I've been looking around, poking around, but I haven't really found anyone I like much. I know Albrighton is a popular pick. Yeah, 4-9. Four, 4-9 nine. Four, nine is as... The problem with him is he just doesn't score goals. He doesn't shoot. He doesn't score any goals, but like he has a is pretty good chance of an assist. Like, you know, yeah. he's on a lot of shit and he's 4-9. Yeah, I just don't know. Is he nailed like coming into the late season when they're on the beach? Is he just going to get a surprise rest for uh, uh, Damari Gray or something like that? Like that's shit that teams do that are mid table with nothing to play for, you know? Yeah, you never know. But he has been nailed. I think with he the information been. we have, 
you have to say he's pretty nailed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, West Brom, I was kind of flirting with Brunt again. I know he'll probably like, I just turned a lot of people's stomach probably, but he kind of, they, they've shifted formations back up front. I saw FFS posting about like his positions and his stats. So I looked further. He played in midfield. Yeah. He played in midfield again. He's shooting more often. He's creating a ton of chances. Still on corners, set piece. I mean, I feel like there's relatively zero percent chance they keep it clean in either fixture of their their double, their home Chelsea and at the Etihad. But at least those two nightmares are bookended with away Burnley, away Swansea. So maybe yeah. you'll get one clean and some attacking returns in four games. The problem I had, and I was looking at Chadley, and we were texting about Chadley a little earlier, is that. They haven't scored a goal in like four games or some shit. Like they're so fucking bad. So I have no idea what he's thinking or what he's going to do. And he rested or he didn't rest. He he just dropped Brunt for a couple games recently when I had still had him. It was completely unexpected. I just don't know what Pulis is trying to do. I, I'm so fucking flummoxed by their team and what their team sheet's going to be. I hate everything about them. Yeah, and the fixtures are tough. So I mean, I've pretty. Other than looking at Chadley for a little bit, and I'm not confident that he's not going to just drop him in any given game because they've been so oh, bad. Yeah. Or sub him on 60, why not? Yeah, so I've, I'm pretty stay away from West Brom. Yeah, I, I mean, in Brunt, general though, I, like, I am yeah. too, but I just think he could sneak around. He could get you an assist and a goal in four games or something, yeah. one clean, I don't know. But, yeah, it's really, really tough. I mean, Sunderland... So Sunderland, I've got a little cheeky on Sunderland. I mean, I'm Ooh. trebling. I'm trebling on Sunderland on my wild card right Are now. Are you but kidding? Yeah, of course, dude. Love them. Well, okay. Pickford, obviously. Uh, yeah, I think Kone. I'm interested. Lamina. His, yeah, his stats. Lamina first of all, bomb. last year he threw up a 20-pointer in the double. Do you remember that? I forgot about that. Yeah, he yeah. had that insane volley. Yeah, yeah, yep. His stats when he's on the pitch for, I mean, the way they target him on set pieces is just that's the only player, and he's like nine feet tall. He's a monster. He is a huge goal threat, kind of like Maguire style. Like the ball just finds his head every single time. Yeah, so I'm looking at him, looking at the fixtures. He's 4-2, he's fit again. He's got home Swansea, one of the two doubles, and obviously I'm not going to start him in 36, so he's in for me. I think at 4-2 you could do a lot worse. There is no double game weaker other than Stevens in that bracket. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he could certainly just get two points and they let up three goals in each game and he gets minus points or whatever. But Holmes wants, I don't know. I, I, they're going to want to put him in the shop window because they need to fucking sell him. They need to sell so him for the, maximum money. Yeah, yeah no, so, I, so I like that as a pun. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about the likes of like Palace defenders, Southampton defenders, Holgate, and ways to just enable money going forward. So what? Yeah, yeah he doubles. That's all you really need to know. He's doubled and he nailed. And yeah, yeah, mm. and one is home Swansea. So he's got one really nice fixture, even though they're already relegated. You just never know. I mean, Pickford can keep a clean sheet by himself. His he's nice, his nice fixture being at Arsenal. Yeah, and then home exactly. Swansea is decent too. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a football um, weekly kind of joke. Yeah, it was. Um, and then Watford, I mean, they have wait, also wait, wait. kind you of... You said you had three Sunderland guys. No, no, it's too soon, too soon. Watford's what? got... 
No, well, dude, we're going to do my team later, dude. Who the fuck yourself? Oh, my God. Do you have my biopic, Yanisai? What is happening? Okay, go on. <laughs> so Watford's got some 4-3 picks also with like Protal and Brito's got hurt. But, I mean, someone like Protal, I, again, he's 4-3 and he's doubling. But the fixtures are just like actually dumb. It's at Everton at Chelsea and then home city. So yeah, at Leicester this week at Everton yeah. at Chelsea home city. So I'm, that's why Mental. I went. You know, that's why I'm looking at Kone over them because at least he's got home Swansea and at least he's got a much better goal threat than any of these four three lads and on Watford. So I think Watford also from a defensive standpoint is a, a very big stay away. Yeah, and we were looking, you had me scouting Niang, and we both kind of love Niang, and I love Nini too. Kapu also at 4 or 5 is still interesting because his stats stack up very well against the likes of Albrighton and James Ward-Prowse and those kind of 5 million and under fifth midfielders, but it still just doesn't feel great to be bench boosting for your ceiling. is probably, you know, four points if he avoids a card. Yeah, which so yeah, what's the and, point? and that's the yeah, same the point? with like Dini and Yang. I mean, Dini yeah. could always get a lucky pen. Yeah, but it's just the way they played against Liverpool is probably the way they're going to play all of these games. Just yeah, just tight and just try and not get embarrassed. And yeah. they just sent nothing forward at all. They had yeah. no threat really at all. So it's kind of a stay away too. Yeah, I think so tough with whole. the fixture distribution here. It's like yeah, all the heavy the teams. You need a team value of like two hundred million to get everyone you want. Yeah, and same with Leicester. You know, I mean, they're a better side than who we've been talking about so far. But I wish Morgan was actual dead because Benaloon would be great at four zero. Yeah, four zero. I'm Morgan is still hurt for sure. I don't know how hurt though. I think he's supposed to be back like really soon. Oh, really? Yeah, I think like by game week thirty seven, I'd be surprised if Morgan wasn't ready to ready to go. Yeah, Benalone four zero, Jesus. Yeah, Benalone still four zero. But the yeah, other thing Morgan with them returned is... to training yesterday. He won't be fully match fit, but he is the captain. Possible bench this weekend. So yeah, he could easily be back for the doubles. Yeah, so you don't want that with no. Benalone. But then the other thing with Leicester that's kind of frustrating is their their defenders are priced up almost in the premium bracket in the five million range. Where then you want, you know, do you want someone like Huth over Gabriel? Like, that's a tough one, you know. Huth is a real goal threat, too, but. Mm. Yes, but then you also look at their 37 fixtures, yeah, like the we're fixtures so- talking are just about. Fucking yeah, at City Home Spurs, there's no clean there. So Kind of similar to West Brom, though. At least they're bookended with 36. They have Home Watford, 38, Home Bournemouth. It's true. So maybe, it's you true. know, over four fixtures, they'll average fine. It's true. That's true. I can see also that. From, I mean, Vardy, Vardy is a real guy. I mean, yeah, I think Vardy is definitely an option. Since I think Shakespeare's could, come in, he's just been best best forward in FPL other than Kane. He's yeah, and insane. I think if you're you're looking at him really next to Costa, I think that's probably your competition for yeah. that spot. Yeah, and I think you mentioned earlier, you know, those bookends from 36 and 38, home Watford, home Bournemouth, really do give him a big a big boost and. Especially because when Leicester do score against those tough sides, it's usually him. He, yeah, he's involved in everything. It's crazy. Yeah. He's, he, but he's similar to Costa, though, that he's not explosive. And that is he going to take those two or three chances he has a game versus Costa, you know, taking the seven or eight chances he has a game? 
It's still yeah. a tough one for me. The price is close enough that I think it's going to be a difficult one for me to go Vardy over Costa. I'd still want Costa. Yeah, I still think you have to give it to Costa. I mean, Leicester and Vardy are in amazing form, but Chelsea's next four fixtures are home Borough, at West Brom, home Watford, home Sunderland. Yeah, You couldn't possibly write up four better fixtures there. No, so it's like... Good. You know, if if all else was equal, you could maybe reason Vardy over Costa is cheaper and playing really well, but they're not equal. Leicester's yeah. at City, home Tottenham in 37. Like, it's just not close. Yeah. Mm. So I think for the budget sides, I think that about does it for the doublers in 37. Um, so let's go to the heavy hitting sides. I think, you know, Arsenal, again, we talked about them we again but them, already, yeah. but... I think Chelsea versus City versus Spurs is really the big problem. Yeah, how to tinker. fit in everyone and who to prioritize, kind of. Yeah, I think it's really challenging because the fixtures are pretty incredible for City and for Chelsea. Very fixtures for incredible. Spurs, fixtures for Spurs are a little bit like a step below, but Spurs' form and their team is better than either Chelsea yeah, or City, in my opinion. Yeah, and the still good. It's still good. So... To me, it's been a, an issue of how to fit in as many of these players as possible. United, I think, are pretty useless in comparison, even though their players are in the same kind of budgetary bracket. You know, defenders that I don't know, maybe not even because all everyone's hurt. Abra's hurt, Rashford's cheap; he's not nailed, and their midfield's all hurt and shit. United's just a mess. But yeah, I think I think we yeah. Go go ahead. Go ahead. I think between Chelsea, City, and Spurs is really what I've been juggling is. Which of those sides do I want a defender from? Do I need two or even three attackers from any of those sides? Where is their value from any of those sides? Those have been kind of the things I've been juggling in my tinkering to, to figure out what the best combination is. And I think I've found a pretty good balance, but what do you think about those sides, about players to stay away from or players you really like? Yeah, that's a good way to think about it, I think. Um I guess starting with City is the obvious one. He's already price rise. I'm sure he'll price rise one or two more times this week as Jesus. Um, we'll get more news soon about the Aguero injury, but early thoughts are that he might be out for the season. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's always good when you can get Jesus Navas in at your fifth minute <laughs> at that price. Like He's so good going forward. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Gab Jesus... Even when they were both fit earlier in the season, Pep clearly preferred Gab to Kuhn anyway. So even if he's not out for the season, I'd still feel pretty safe going Jesus. I think there's a chance he won't play 90 this week but because he's still like building up match fitness, but he's probably going to be pretty nailed in very important top four games for them in, in 37 and 38. So in terms of value between all three of those teams, I think he provides the best value. Him and Ben Davies, probably. Um, but other than those two, I don't see much. Oh, and Caballero, I forgot, too. 4-7. Four, 4-7, seven. Four, seven, yeah. yeah Sané, I think Sané at 7-7 seven, seven, seven now is pretty good. Yeah, Sané is pretty good value, too. So uh, the one other name I want to throw is I've been looking really intensely at this is Pedro. Um, yeah, I mean, Pedro Fab it's is a, just a mindfuck. So I always feel like Fab is more likely to take Matic's spot because when they play poor teams, that they really need Matic and Conte. Conte actually does seem to play them a lot together often, 
And the last time that um, Pedro got arrest was for Fab. Willian's still there, but I was also looking at Pedro's stats, and they're actually pretty bad somehow. Even though it seems like whenever I watch Chelsea that he's always in and around everything. I guess he's getting a lot of kind of pass to the assister or something, but he doesn't take that many shots. And I was very surprised at how poor his stats were, even though he always seems to look like one of the most likely to score whenever yeah, I watched them recently. So threatening, yeah. Yeah. But at six nine, I think that, you know, he's a I think he's a he's a real option. Even if he only plays, you know, three of the following four games. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like he'll probably average like seventy minutes through four games. Right. Which is okay. I mean he's returned he also all, at a really yeah. high rate. And have those minutes for the majority of the season. He also like scores every, or assists every fucking time he comes off the bench. So that's that what I mean. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. his his returns have been that of a much more expensive midfielder. So yeah. even if he's going to get fifteen minutes in one of those games, when they're probably going to be blowing out one of these teams, and he's going to get a return anyway, it feels like over the course of the remaining four fixtures, he'll probably continue his good returns, I, th- I would think. Yeah, I think he's an interesting one. I think he could be a nice differential. Again, and because Fab Costa, is like even more of a differential, and he's an insane pick. Yeah, I just think he's so much more on the outside looking in from their first team. They're his first choice, 11, that I would probably want to go Pedro instead, even though both definitely have very equal chances of returning when they're on the pitch. but Yeah, that's just the way bigger punt differential, if that's what you're looking for, maybe over the double, because like who knows what's going to happen. There's a chance they wrap up the title next week. Yeah. And then who knows? Like, is that what does that mean? Fab in, Ake in? Like, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, me neither. But yeah. The, that's that, about it for that's value. About it that's about for a, budget. I mean, Spurs yeah. don't really have any no, Davies, again, Other like you Davies, mentioned, it depends yeah. on Rose. I don't know what's going on with Rose still. We'll have to wait and see for pressers at the end of the week. Yeah, the only um, very, very, very small advantage that I have for not wildcarding this week and just taking a million hits next week is that I get one more week of information. So like, yeah. hopefully I'll be able to make a more informed decision on like Arsenal Defender or Rose versus Davies or whatever next week. Yeah, I mean, or at least you'll know for an Arsenal Defender who was rested in 36, who's more likely for 37. Maybe Montreal yeah. misses one of the 36 games. You think he'll play most of the 37 or Kishani or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's um, pretty much it from a budgetary standpoint. Unless okay. Son, I guess. No, I think with Dembele there, it's tough. You know, none, none, neither of them are nailed. If yeah, Dembele's Son is fit, definitely not nailed. Yeah, if Dembele's fit and he came off the bench, I think he's got a spot ahead of Son. So you don't know what's going on there. But it just depends if they're three at the back or two, like four right. at the back or you know, because yeah, if they're four right. two three one, Son's in nailed. Yeah, he's in. If not, then no. He's then in. Dembele will probably start yeah. over him. Yeah. Yes, but. If you're looking at guys like Pedro Fab, I think Son's in that conversation. That's fair. Because if he's starting, he's he's fucking great. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then in terms of the premiums, I mean, I think Hazard and Kane are probably the two most important options outside of Jesus, which we already discussed, of yeah, being in definitely there. definitely Hazard and Kane, I would say. Yeah. Hazard's Hazard just reached a new level of consistency that we've barely ever seen before. Nah, he does this every year, dude. I know, but it it feels like this has gone on for longer than normal. I mean, all season. I just feel like 
he'll go through five game weeks where he scores four goals or something like that is like a normal has like insane like tit and then he just tits back and forth in and out of form whatever but this has been like 10 straight game more 12 straight game what? weeks of just returning every week I mean, it's really been all season. He hasn't really like rattled off anything more than two or three blank game weeks all year, and he's like leading the entire fucking FPL in midfield for points. Yeah, basically. So yeah, he's great, and Kane's great. So we know that. And then again, with Aguero possibly fucked, and how good Jesus has looked, I think those are probably the three like very important. Yeah, that's the holy trinity right there that you build around. Yeah, they're the important players from the big teams to get, and they'll be the main captains for sure. By a lot. Yeah, they should be. Um, I did want to actually look a little bit more because cost is a tough one because if you're going to put 25 uh, or 20 point, there's 21 million in Hazard and Costa, I think their fixtures from an attacking standpoint are a little bit like I'm not sure. At West Brom, I feel like it's going to be a tough game for them. The way that they play and the way that Pulis usually sets his team up, I feel like he's going to G them up for that game. I don't think that's a great fixture. And it was one you know, nil in the reverse at home for them, huh? Yeah, home okay. Chelsea. I, it was one nil and on a cost the goal. Yeah, so that's a tough one for me in there. Yeah, that, that is tough. So is, yeah. home Burrow's nice, but and then you know they're going home for Burrow's it. But, outstanding. Let's not kid yeah, ourselves. Burrow are no longer that Burrow. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, I mean, they played City really well. They should have gotten three points in that game. City fucking suck. No, I understand what you're saying. It's not as much of a pushover as it looks. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing. So, I mean, when I'm comparing... It's hard with Costa. It's, he's yeah, it's, he's it's the most troubling because of his price. Yeah. I just don't know what to do with him. I don't mm. know if I should... I'm, And we'll get to our teams later, but... It's like, do I really reshape my entire roster to stretch someone like Gabby Adini to Costa? Or do I just miss him? You know, it, it, it gets really fucking tricky if you aren't on wildcard. And if you the, are on wildcard. The thing I've been having a lot of trouble with Costa, too, as much as I think he's a great steady pick who will return points, the savings that you get from dropping him down to someone in a different price bracket and it's putting that crazy. on the pit, it's, it's fucking insane. You know? yeah. so I, 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 I couldn't withstand Costa and Hazard. I think it's got to be the either-or. And if you go both, it's putting a lot of faith into, into Chelsea bowling these teams over, which they really all season haven't done. You know? They're not really a... Albeit lately they have. They have been. They've been putting two, yeah. three, four pass lately, but... I still feel like that's almost like they're up two nil and the other team's chasing and they just happen to have one on a counter. Yeah, just I don't feel like they're barraging. Hand. I don't feel like they're barraging the opposing team with chances for like example. Like Spurs style, yeah. Exactly. They, they don't do that. Yeah. So that's where I'm looking like would I rather have double Spurs attack or Chelsea attack? Like Spurs attack definitely. Yeah, and you know I mean? and you're and you're making money on that. Right, 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 right. So, so that, that's a tough one. So Spurs, I mean, yeah, everyone in the world should have Kane. Um, it's got to be you got to pick a midfielder as well. You got like, to go. A yeah, you got to go too because they just look ridiculously good. And at West Ham, at Leicester, at Hall, granted they're not home, but that's almost a blessing in disguise because then they're not going to have to play up to their, you know, farewell season at at White Hart Lane. And they've got United there, and I'm sure they'll score a few there because United are going to be in the middle of Europa League, which they're prioritizing. They have no center back, so that's going to be a great fixture for them. 
and they should probably go into these teams with nothing to play for and just fucking destroy them. So short of two Spurs attackers seems a little bit silly to me. Would you even flirt with three? I would definitely consider it. Yeah, I just it the seems, problem. It seems kind of crazy, but it might be amazing. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy. I think it's good. The problem is, it's just again, it's a lot of money. It's a lot know? of money. Yeah, because you're putting you're putting in That's a, basically, basically like almost thirty million. You're putting on the on the pitch in Spurs yeah. attack. Yeah. So that that's the tough part there. Yeah. What Spurs defender do you like? I mean, I I, like I still like Davies, and I've been recommending him to people. I don't. I'm kind of in the Scott Tempe bug scenario, which is like just I'll believe it when I see it with Rose. Like he's mm-hmm. been in and out of training, and we're just getting these like vague bullshit things of news from like Ben Dinnery or other sources. He's right. been out for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really see him just coming right back into the side, even if he's like flirting in and out of training. So I I feel pretty secure with Davies. Um, yeah, I'd love to just wait until what Pochettino says at his presser because you're right. I, Rose has been out forever, and I don't know if their long term goal is to work him up to fitness to start in that um, in the cup final. Maybe, he's been out yeah. for almost three months, you know. Yeah, and it just keeps lingering longer and longer and longer. And you know, he was individual training, is he with team training? He, he didn't make the bench their last game, so yeah. yeah Davies is the only shout. left back on the team. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great shout. But it would just sting if you did get Davies and he missed one of the thirty-seven games. But at the same time, if he played three of the next four, you know, at four nine on still Spurs, that's great. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you're great. But I still think for Tongan for just security, it's he's point eight more, which is significant, but not you know massive. Yeah, you know, I think he's Vertonghen, the best other choice for sure. Yeah, I think it's just when you're we're looking at wild carding or. Six three for Toby is a big bump up from the five seven for you know he has also been doing not it. the Toby of years past. Yeah, he almost he's you feel like he almost scores each game, but he just like doesn't. He has score. no goals, no assists all year. Yeah, so I think Vert's a really great pick at five seven, and that's kind of where we're yeah, talking about Arsenal before. Yeah, do you want Monreal or Vertonghen? Like, give me Vertonghen, you know? Yeah, give me the best defense in the league and nail yeah. to hell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Walker's obviously a nightmare. Who knows nah, what's that's, happening that's, with Trippier? That's an absolute non-starter. You don't go there. If you if you want to be paying a premium for no reason, you get Toby. At least you know he's going to play. Do you and then do I, you say Trippier or Trippier? Trippier. I always say Trippier. I think yeah, it's he's not just, French. Yeah, I just took French in like seventh grade, so I say Trippier. But he's yeah. one million percent not French. Yeah, no, he's like a half. No, he's not French. <laughs> <laughs> And then Chelsea defense, their fixtures are so ridiculously good for clean sheets. They could easily keep clean sheets for every single one of the last four fixtures. So that was something I've kind of been vacillating on a wild card. Is I've Double? Had Mar- I've had Mark. No, no, no. Even just having one, just because they're so expensive. They're so I've had ridiculous. Marcus A forever, and I was, is that going to be a make weight or not? And I just think it's dumb to not go for one with those fixtures. So. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping him, yeah. I think. I'm going to do yeah. everything in my power to keep him. Yeah, I think so. And Cahill just can't stop scoring either. Gaza. I was wondering, I need to do some research on this shit, but like going back to teams who have like wrapped up the title already, you know, before the end of the season, what they do. Yeah. Like I was thinking about Chelsea, like isn't Terry just straight in? 
Like, it's his farewell season. Like, if they wrap up the title next week, isn't Terry, Ake, et cetera, in? And, like, the guys who have just grinded all season are resting and just celebrating and shit? I don't know, but I think this is a unique situation where there's the double game week with only a few days rest, the second-to-last game of the season. But I think their last home Sunday, he'll probably roll out their normal 11 just for, like, a testimonial. Yeah, I guess so. That's my inclination. I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if there is rotation in 37, if they've got an absolute no-purpose game because they're also going in for that cup final. So he's not going to want to risk any any injury, you know? Yeah, he wants he wants all the silverware. Yeah, so that's, a, that's an interesting one, though, because that's tough. I, I didn't really look too much at the math on the table when they could wrap it up. but They could wrap know. it up this week. I th- if they I, win, are they in, or do they need results from other sides? Wait, so if they Spurs? win, well, they're up four right now on Spurs with four yeah. games left. If they so if they both ha- win, ha- then they're not locked. Yeah, if they both win, it's not locked at all. If they somehow win and Spurs somehow lose, then they're up seven with three it's games It's still left. not locked. It's still not locked, yeah. yeah. I, so guess they, I guess Watford they won't game, have a wrap then. The home Watford game could be the one. If they if they lock it up after the next two fixtures, then the home Watford could be the one where we see a little bit of rest. Yeah, home Watford could be could also be like six nil celebration and then home Sunderland is just all second team. Yeah, this is the kind of thing though, like I don't want to plan like oh you yeah, can't, maybe you then can't I'm gonna take Alonzo out. Like I'm and, just gonna And what are we win. talking about? Spurs are gonna win every fucking game. Yeah, exactly. So you know. So what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm talking about a little thing of a little thing of a day. <laughs> um, wow, wildcard pot is fucking craziness. Yeah. God. So let's well, let's get into my draft. Yeah, we're let's long. go. Let's we're, go ahead. Wait, let's do captain for this week, and then we'll get into your draft. It's got to be the Arsenal guy. You have, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's Alexis. Well, it's all, it's all for me. Yeah, fucking Gabbiadini, yeah. fucking dick yeah. fuck. No, it's not, definitely not Gabbiadini. For sure not. Okay, going if on. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go single game maker though, I mean, is it gonna be Kane? Do you think? Or do you think it's gonna be City? Mm. Yeah, I like Jesus, but the fear is that they, if they're winning, he's gonna play sixty minutes. Pat yeah, basically told us that straight up. So I'd rather go Kane, and I'd honestly rather go Hazard also over okay. Jesus, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's fine. Um, okay, tell us about your draft. Okay, so I've, the goalkeeping right now, I have Czech and Pickford. I've been going kind of back and forth between Czech and Caballero, but um, I didn't want to waste my third, defenders, uh, my third city spot on... Goalkeeping because they don't. He doesn't keep saves, and I don't. I mean, we didn't touch on this. I kind of was saving it, but I don't think that there are actual better fixtures than what City's looking at with Home Palace. I think is a potential six nil, and then Home Leicester and Home West Brom in the double is by far nothing even remotely close to as good as those fixtures for any other team in the Premier League for that double game. Because for attacking, for attacking. Yeah, that's well, what you're you, talking when you about, have right? when you have triple city attacked, and that's what you want. Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, I was just saying because Chelsea are as good, but defensively. 
Yeah, and then at Watford, game week 38, when City, again, other thing that we are, weren't really talking too much about is that City's going to have a lot to play for. Cause yeah, yeah, really, I mentioned that briefly. Yeah, yeah. City, Liverpool yeah. are basically so they, in like a, and United are just like dogfight for third and yeah. fourth place. And United definitely is their secondary is fourth place in the league their primary is yeah winning europa league so yeah, yeah. i think that makes gives more incentive to city to go for it so with that said i still don't trust them to keep cleans in any given week i wanted company over caballero because he at least has some type of attacking intent he has great goals really goal really he's good expensive still right yeah he's expensive he's really good on bonus and i think he of all of the city players when he's he's you know he's captain when he's fit he plays um he was someone I liked, but I, I still don't trust them to keep it clean against anyone because they're just they they have they're so leaky, you know. They have different teams every game week, and they don't have any cohesion. So they did like, just keep cl- two cleans. They did, but I just don't have faith. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, have faith. faith. You can't. You can't have faith. Yeah, and I don't have any faith in Arsenal keeping cleans either. But I do have faith, and I have actually proven data that Czech gets a lot of makes a lot of saves. So yeah, I he's would been rather, saving a lot lately. Yeah, yeah it, it's not been lately. It's been all season. You know, it's rare that he goes a game without getting a save point. Whereas Caballero, it's rare that he gets a save point. I don't know yeah. how that works. It's the defense, the blah blah blah. They block more. I don't know. They let different channels open. But give me the extra game with Check. He's going to play all of them. I have no idea when Arsenal are going to keep clean sheets, but I am happy to have the unexpected clean sheets with Czech with the with the save point. So I like Czech for the point six more than Caballero, so I found that money to go there. Yeah. Pickford, I'm a little bit close with Jakubovic because Jakubovic is at, at Palace on Gaming 37. He's a little bit cheaper, but it's not out of the world that Pickford has like a two-point double game week, you know? He could, they could easily let up two against Swansea, and they could easily let up three or four against Arsenal. You know, and they're the worst team in the league. They're the worst team in the league. So, but I mean, he that's gets the so many saves. He does usually, but sometimes he doesn't. I mean, there's glass half full and half empty to look at it. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, he could. He could have a. Yeah, he could I mean, also just, have a billion points. Yeah, but they, you know, they played West Ham and Middlesbrough recently, and he had one save in each of those games. Yeah. So. So you know, I don't know, but I, I like Pickford if you get. But the point one is, is tough. Um, my defense is very, very, very budgetary. I have Yoshida, Holgate, Stevens, Kone, and Alonso. Wow. Yeah. So this is so where no I no really Spurs made. defense, no Arsenal defense. No. So realistically, what I went for here was I wanted to keep Alonso because I think that their clean sheet and their team potential is just great. It is, and I think the fixtures are a little bit better than. Spurs in the same quantity of fixtures that they have a higher chance of keeping cleans. And I think his attacking output is is enough better than someone like Vertonghen at the same price bracket that I think he's still good. And I, I just it's want to hang so on to him. So much better than Vertonghen. So much, yeah. Or anyone, really. And really what I'm looking at is for 36, I'm going to roll Yoshida and Stevens out along with, with Alonzo, which doesn't feel great because the two fixtures for Southampton are really difficult, but... At the price savings that I have and what it affords me for my front eight, it's kind of been needs must, and I don't really want to bother with spending extra money on defense when I realistically just don't even know what the fuck is going to keep clean sheets. So I love it. I just kind of wish you had room for Ben Davies too. 
Yeah, I could make weight and figure it out if news on Rose is maybe a little bit more like he's in a missing time. Yeah, <clears throat> but but I um, like it. Otherwise, I like that mentality. I, as listeners know, I recently wild carded too, and I had roughly the same structure of yeah. just you know an yeah. essential Alonzo Bayi back when United still had their first double, and everyone yeah. else I got was just balls cheap. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing, you know, I'm trying to fit in a Spurs or try and maybe blend because he's 5'2 or whatever. And the compromises I'm making, like, okay, I could I could split the money between Alonzo and Yoshida and get two five guys. But then I'm like, is that good? I, I like Alonzo's yeah, attacking threat no in the fixtures. Chelsea defense and those yeah, fixtures. so so I don't. I, it feels good for right now. We'll see if it changes, but I but I like it right now. I wonder but if you I, could split Alonzo, Yoshida, and check and get. Courtois and two defenders. Yeah, well, Courtois is also really expensive. Courtois, Ben I mean, Davies, and someone. I yeah, wonder. Court, that's yeah. That's the thing is Courtois is really expensive. He's five nine. Yeah, so. yeah, he is. But yeah. he's not. He's that's he's almost a million cheaper than Alonso. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then the midfield. So I have, you know, I mean, De Bruyne. I'm all in on De Bruyne. This double. Yeah, you are. I mean, for the you know, De Bruyne has been the, the most nailed thing in my life. I, he's, I, my, he's my he's my fucking nemesis right there. I just, especially with Aguero, it makes me want to fuck him so much harder up the ass. And it's just the again, the fixtures are so. No, I dumb. understand it. He just yeah. fucked me so earlier, yeah. Yeah. earlier in the season that I just yeah. Ugh. Pure cash. He's playing. You don't know where he's going to play on a given game, depending on what Pep's tactics are. He could be really deep. He could be kind of running in as like the ghosting most farthest forward guy. But home Palace, home Leicester, home West Brom at Watford. I just I want as many pieces as I can of that pie. Next to him is Sane. I've got I've got De Bruyne and Sane. I feel good about that. Sane rested, came in, dove like a piece of shit. Dude, I that think, dive. Oh, yeah. my God. I just think that Raz is enough out of favor and enough bad that he's not going to really threaten for minutes for Sané for the next few games when they need to win every single one. I mean, this week out. was such a good omen for Sané going forward because yeah. they were a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And then and he then comes he, on, he, draw, he draws a pen, he dives, whatever the fuck. For the first goal, and then he drew, he drew the, foul the foul for the second yeah. goal, and was just great. And they just needed him so badly. Yeah, yeah. So I got De Bruyne on. I have Hazard, obviously. Enough said. I have Ozil, and then I have Eriksson as my fifth bid. So I'm into the three-five-two situation going. Holy on right shit! Now. And then my forwards, I've got Gab Jesus. Uh, so I've triple. City attack with De Bruyne, Sané, and Jesus, and then I have Kane, and then my third Sunderland player is Anichibi, the ledge. Vic, his stats are okay, and I mean you I don't have to him, tell me about his stats, dude. I had yeah. him earlier in the year. They're they're teasing. Yeah, when I'm looking at him compared to the other budget strikers, I couldn't stretch up, you know, the two two and change mill to go to Gabby Adini, and I'm only going to be putting him out there for the 37. Bench boost, and it's the kind of thing where I'd rather have a Nietzsche be and you know Erickson than Kapu and like Niang. You know, those, those were Kapu kind of and Gabbiadini. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with my with my three five two for the last few weeks. I love I'm it. Very too. very un, unorthodox, but I'm going really really heavy on City attack, and I think that's my big differential. That's the differential. Yeah, that's your that's your yeah. huge rise right there. 
I'm covering myself with Kane and Erickson because everyone's got Kane and Erickson or and Kane Hazard. and Ali. Yeah. But nobody has De Bruyne and nobody has all three of these city players. So no, having all if, three is absolutely no one in hell has that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it when I'm looking at the fixtures again and thinking, you know, kind of like the NFL draft, you know, if those picks hit, who's going to do the best? Like if City hits on these games, they could score 12 goals easily across the next four games, if not more, you know, and that's only averaging three a game in those fixtures. So No reason why not. Yeah, there really isn't a reason. The reason is when you watch them play the Burrow reason, and they Yeah, the reason is because they haven't been good for a while. They haven't been doing it, but I'm still looking at the names on their backs of their jerseys and Guardiola being able to get them together, and they have everything to play for. So my big gamble late season is triple city attack. That's it. I always feel good. I always feel good going with city attack, and the sky blue on my team, it's just like a safety blanket for me for forever, time immemorial. Yeah, they've been, City's been so good to us for so many FPL years. Yeah. So that's where I'm putting my money back there, and that's, that's where I've, where I'm going. I love it, dude. I my yeah. one thing is is what I mentioned earlier, like if you could fit in Davies. Yeah. I wonder like I mean you're on your computer right now. Can you can you afford that kind of swap like Alonzo Yoshida check out for Courtois and Blind and Davies or something like that? Yeah, easily. Easily? Isn't yeah. it close? Or no? No, not close. Alonzo I have at 65 selling I and mean, it's like fucking expensive, dude. He's really expensive. Davies is four nine. I mean, I could do that easily. The thing is, though, what I want, why I want check so bad, is that Courtois. So I'm not sure about the save points, but I want check save points, and he's got fucking five games. Five compared to three games is huge. Five compared to four games, yeah. Four games, yeah. For a goalie, you know, that's a I mean, lot. Courtois like doesn't make saves. He kind of. I'm looking now. He, he's erratic, but the clean yeah. sheets. The clean sheets, but that's the thing is, I if I'm gonna get the clean sheets, give me Alonzo and give me that attacking output. I don't know. And then the same thing is that well, I'm uh, losing course, a game with Yoshida. You know? Yoshida's got five, four games, five games, whatever. Yeah, but Ben Davies. Ben Davies. Yeah, like that's, that's that's the that's one. Tinker. That's the change where I think it makes it worth it because everyone in the world has Vertonghen or Walker or Toby or Davies. Like we haven't had Spurs cover in the back all year because we're fucking yeah. idiots. <laughs> and they just, they've kept five cleans in the last six. Like, they're fucking incredible. Yeah. They keep it clean every week. And Ben Davis got Max Bones versus Palace. He got nine. He also has good attacking stats. Yes. Yeah. And they have everything in the world to play for, more so than anyone else, really. Yeah. I don't know. That That's the only reason I'm throwing it out there, is because, like you said earlier, you're. Covering all of the other highly owned, like wild card double game week kind of guys, except for Alexis. Except for Alexis, and you have triple cities, your big differential. But the one thing you're definitely not covering is like United, who's been the best defense in the league for like a, a little bit now, and Spurs, who've been the be- best defense in the league all season or most of the season. You know. So the, that kind of swap can cover you United Spurs and Chelsea defense over the doubles, which is, that feels nice. Just throwing it out there. I mean, Alonzo, I love. I'm obviously keeping him. That's very troublesome. I don't yeah. like thinking about this. Well, it's not I like you're that, not going to fucking wish. tinker, dude. It's Tuesday. It's I Tinker know, Tuesday. I know, I know. I wish David Louis' actual just fucking 
got murder Oh, killed. can't he just do his fucking knee and we get 3-9 Ake in? That's what I want. What would your team even look like? You'd go Alonzo to Ake and Vic to fucking... You'd find a way to get Vic to Costa and lower someone else. Yeah, probably. Something like that, right? Yeah. That'd be madness. Um... Well, that was exciting. I'm I'm rock hard right now after hearing about that. Yeah, this is a big spanner for me. I don't know what to do about this. I really want to check. Yeah, you got a lot of time to think about it. I I just wanted to throw that out there because it seemed like a... No, that's very viable. Yeah, because like double Southampton center backs just doesn't feel great. No, it's not good. It's just bad. So maybe diversifying there is worth yeah, it. Yeah, diversifying the back is usually what we'd recommend better. people. Yeah, yeah. It's normally better. Uh, the other thing though is Blinn going to be like playing all the games? Yeah, why not? I mean, they don't they don't have anyone else. The other thing, dude, their fixtures are so bad at yeah. Arsenal, at Spurs, at at Southampton. Home so Dallas bad is good, but like that's nuts with two Europa games. That so what if instead of Davies you went for Tongan and then you didn't get Blind? How much money would you have left over for the other defender? If you did Courtois and Vertonghen instead, four or five. That's interesting. Which is enough for fucking Yoshida. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, you'd just be doing Alonso and check to Vertonghen and Courtois. Yeah. Which I don't hate. Mm. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, let's, let's move on. What are you up to? Yeah, I'm going to save. Um, save? Yeah, my team's not great, but I have... you going to start Romeo? Yeah, I might AOA. No, you can't. Um, oh, AOA? You still have AOA? I still have AOA. And I, yeah, I have, have Bai, so he's dead. You have to. You have to AOA. Yeah, I have to. Anyway. Well, yeah. unless I wanted a game week 38 punt, which is very fun, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you got AOA. This is why you got Romeo. I'll That's probably why got AOA and just bench by. Well, I don't know. We I need more buying news before I decide to save or not, because he might just be out for life, and then I'll, I'll get rid of him. But I think I'll save. Hopefully I'll save. And then next week I'll probably take like a minus 16 or something and really get my team into shape. For yeah, the doubles. I think that sounds good. Dude, AOA is going to be perfect for you. Yeah, it's great. Romeo? If Ro- Romeo could do a Darun. That's all I need, but he scored his goal already. He scored his one goal. The mummy scores what he wants. Yeah, the, <laughs> the fucking mummy, dude. I need to cast some sort of spell. I need Brendan wow. Fraser there. God, I'm all out of sorts with this defense goalkeeping. Oh, I'm so happy I just wow. tongue-tied you. Yeah, something to think about when you drift to sleep tonight. I mean, that's all I think about every night when I drift to sleep, besides being stressed out at work. Check us out at FMLFPL.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLFPL. Email us at FMLFPL at gmail.com. Join the league. Like on Facebook, right on iTunes. Cheers. 